Hello everyone out there, and welcome to episode 3 of The Big Guns. I'm Justin, playing Mag Flint, the dwarf whose big gun is his big brain. Hi, I'm Will, I'm playing Charlie, the sweetest, most innocent, most terrifying little boy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry, didn't realize you were done. <laughs> My bad, I thought you had more to say. Pardon nope, me, sir. It. Short and sweet. <laughs> Succinct, like if you Charlie. will. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to take these lies. I don't know if I should, like, refute your lies about Charlie or if I should just shut the fuck up and say something about <laughs> my own character. But anyway, I'm Tess. I play Masuki. Uh, and yes, Charlie is short and adorable, and that is where I'm going to leave that because for uh, the rest of you people listening, eventually you'll figure out what cute looks like. All right, and that brings it to me. And uh, I'm Jason, the one kind of running things behind the scenes here. And it's my job to fill the world with actually cute NPCs. But no, Charlie is wow. Charlie's very terrifying. <laughs> Charlie scares me more than, than anything else on Rift Earth's probably could. I hope you all enjoy the show. If you don't, definitely blame lies in my direction. I'm blessed with three amazing players. So anything that's screwy, it's definitely not them. And speaking of them, let's see what kind of trouble they get into this week. There's nothing cute about your NPCs. Okay. Last we left our nameless mercenary company, <laughs> you were biting off more than any sane person would think you could chew. A relatively mundane task for the city to install some advanced warning beacons in a 20-mile radius ring around the city. However, Mag, seeing the, the opportunity to, for not only profit, but to increase his social stock and, and possibly get more jobs tossed his way, decided that his group could do all of them. No farming this job out amongst multiple companies. It's on us. Operating at a breakneck pace, his savvy crew was able to get everything installed under the deadline. But victory was not to be celebrated so quickly as they were ambushed by a pack of chupacabra shortly after installing the last beacon. Blood was definitely spilled, faces were bit, beards were burned, and unfortunately the soldier Lasan met a bitter end. 
Could have been two, though, as Karis also dropped, but thankfully, some last-minute first aid was able to keep her from going uh, silently into the night. So it's with a somber mood once again as people climb back into the Mountaineer. Tess, um, you're alone in your Glitter Girl armor. Always. As you... Yes, always. As you trudge back to town. How's everybody feeling? That high of success, the adrenaline of combat, and the loss of yet one more soldier. What's everybody feeling like as you take the slow journey back tomorrow? I'm feeling pretty victorious, personally. Yes, you've the repairs to your Glitter Girl are clearly working at 100% capacity. Also, we completed a task which, I, initially going into, uh, she felt like might be impossible. And there was only one casualty, even though we were ambushed. And that one casualty just happens to be someone that she wasn't particularly keen on anyway. There you go. What about our, our dwarf and our dog boy here? How are you guys feeling? I think I'm pretty upset. Um... I think Charlie can feel whenever a mind disappears. Um, and I think he's just kind of standing over the unconscious Karis. Uh, um, she is conscious again. I believe she was healed oh, she after is. the um, after being stabilized. Okay. Um, so I think he's... In pain, bloody, bandage soaked with, you know, quickly drying blood, but she is, she is conscious. Okay. I think narratively, because I just picked up uh, the healing power, Charlie is sort of surreptitiously going across like the sur surface of her mind, trying to see if there's a way that he could make it so that whenever anyone is injured, he can <laughs> convince the mind that it was never hurt, and hopefully the body will follow in those footsteps. So... For Charlie, irrational as it might be, does he feel any blame for this? As a dog boy, he's able to sense supernatural creatures. Does he feel it anything like if only he had sensed these things a little sooner? Or does he more realistically believe that what happened happened? He at least warned everybody before you were actually 100% ambushed. Like as it was, you guys got a chance to react. You weren't actually completely ambushed. Yeah. I think Charlie had to let go of thoughts like that a long time ago, based on his upbringing. Um, but he's definitely interested in doing better next time. Like He thinks he did the best he possibly could this time, but next time. Which is why he's focusing what he's focused on now. And this is two live-fire exercises where Charlie was hurt, despite his impressive powers. This time it yeah. wasn't a railgun, it was a much more visceral, up-in-his-face, claws of blood tearing at his throat. How's he feeling about uh. that? <laughs> I'm used to being more invincible and carefree, um, so it's uncomfortable. Like my my armor right now is like hanging off of me. And it's yeah, your armor is in. trashed. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure I can feel like the blood sticking to the armor, and whenever yeah. I move, it's uncomfortable. Like you got the patch that they've that Mag has kind of like quickly put on your throat. It's, you know, it pulls on your fur every time you move your head, but it, it did save your life. Yeah, it's nice Mag, another soldier down, buddy. But yeah. mission accomplished. That's got to be a, a bitter, happy pill to swallow. 
It's a, it's definitely mixed emotions on Mag's part. I mean, Mag likes money a lot. So, it's hard not to be happy knowing the payday is coming, but he's got a lot of history with these guys, and uh, he feels like, tactically, it's uh, his responsibility to make the calls that keep everybody uh, alive, that make sure everybody comes home. So, he can never let go of responsibility or the feeling of self-blame whenever he loses someone. How does he think he's going to approach these combat situations moving forward? Well, he's already, he's just running scenarios in his head, battle formations and stuff like that to protect the less experienced, um, especially now that he's truly seen how effective the Glitter Boy is in combat. He realizes that he should be relying more on her to be, you know, the front line and protect the squishier targets, so to speak. Absolutely. And Masuki's Glitter Boy, with the advanced weapon systems it has, doesn't need that boom gun to be effective at killing. Yep. Which she very much proved here. Alright. Takes several hours to get back to town just because the, the nature of the terrain can't always go at the full 120 miles an hour of your MTV. But, yeah, you get home on a very quiet ride. Clark helps take Karis inside, put her to bed. She's still floating in and out of consciousness here or there. You have another dead soldier who, who has the grim task of stripping him of his usable gear and preparing his body. I will completely prepare his body, and let me tell you why. As a matter of fact, if anybody says that they want to do it, I will step in front of them. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happened, he died honorably. Oh, yeah. I mean, Mag definitely going to help, because that's what oh, yeah. he does. He wouldn't in any way try to keep you from it if you wanted to be part of the process. Excellent. I don't have thumbs. <laughs> I'll just watch. Charlie's trying to rip his pants off with his teeth, just tugging at yeah. him. <laughs> Seems very respectful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that wow. Anybody have any words to say about this man? Oftentimes, you know, lackadaisical in his duty, but still always there and willing to fight. <laughs> Maybe you've only known him a short time, not enough to call him friend. Maybe you've had personal, well prickly interactions with him but that you know it's now kind of set in stone because there's no opportunity to change things or build on them going forward uh, I believe Mag would probably tell the story of uh, back when Hassan was part of the army um he worked hard every day, actually. Rasan was uh, actually the most hardworking of all of us. He was up before dawn, stayed up, took extra watches. Every time we went into battle, every time he picked up an extra pack, he'd say, this is also one day I can just sit around and enjoy cocktails and not have to work again. And it was hard to convince him to come with us. 
told him we could find a place where we could build a home where he could laze away the rest of his days. He'd earned it. But I was also one of the ones that was hardest on him when he tried to finally live out his dream. That's on me, I'll have to live with that. But he earned his rest, and now he's got all he could ever want. And then, another pull of a trigger. A sonic boom, echoing, making the grass spread out in a rapid wave of concussive force. And the glitter good boy goodbye sends Lasan's body back to the universe. So Tess, if you would just mark off another re- round of your boom yep, yep. gun. <laughs> it's, well, I just realized the only rounds of my boom gun that have been used are odd, odd, funerals. The bodies of your head, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Dying's expensive. <laughs> Dying is expensive. Alright. So you've had another funeral, but another job well done. Mag, are you gonna, how are you going to go about getting in touch with Rogar? Is it just a simple job's done? When can I expect my money? Or do you want to actually speak to the man face to face? Do you want to try to get more credits out of him? Um, I'm not going to... Uh, I mean, we don't have to play it out. That's not a big deal. I am going to go into town uh, personally this time, meet up with them, let them know that the job was well done. Actually, I'd like to play this scene out. Okay, I'm fine with that. That's... All right. Do you... So you get in touch with them on, the, on your communicator, your radio. Is anybody else coming with Mag? He's going to go do some shopping and stuff after he meets with these guys, too. Just wanted to know who's there. I'll go shopping uh, I'm pretty tired. I just need help getting my suit off, then I can go. Oh, yeah. Uh, that We would have done that while we were... Uh, Definitely. You know. Bef- before the funeral. Before the glitter boy goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Because Mag's got, probably got your suit on his work table to be repaired. Yes. As right. part of the yeah. things I need to shop for is some customized parts because of your shape. Yeah. So, Mag, as you're going to your... your computer console here to send a message to Rogar. You see that there is a stored message that was received. Um, came in about two days ago. Mm-hmm. So remember you were in the field for several days. So Yeah. Alright. I'll hit the play button. Greetings and salutations, short human child. It is I, <laughs> Barat Ivan. I would like to just once again express my greatest condolences for you saving my life from those vicious bandits. I am recovering well, thanks to the medical doctor that you have procured for me. Ah. I would like to meet with you at your earliest convenience. I was given this communications code in order to reach you, but I have no idea of where you stay. Please, I am still currently in the hospital and looking for a place to live. If you have time, stop by. Thank you, fat human child. (laughs) This has been Barat Boy, this is going to be a lot of trouble dealing with this motherfucker. He better be worth it. Um, I'll send a reply that just says that I'll come by the hospital. I don't. I assume it's like a not his personal number, but I could be wrong. Just... Um, it's hard to say. It doesn't seem like it's probably his, but it's probably through the hospital. Yeah, I just uh... since you have his vehicle and. 
yeah, I figure I have most of this stuff, but I didn't know if maybe he had a personal communicator. I intentionally did not rifle through his pockets. Okay. So you send your pretty curt, cut and dry message. What are you sending to Rogar Flynn to let him know that you're back? Uh, acknowledgement that the mission is complete and that I will come by the... I assume there's like a defense headquarters for the little section that he does. Not particularly, because he isn't really in charge of security like that. He is basically a liaison for the the council. Hmm. He is a former guardsman. Which faction you're not sure of, because you haven't found that information out yet. Yeah, and he was I... appointed by the council to be, as far as you know, he's definitely your liaison. Whether or not he liaises with other mercenary companies in the city... You don't know 100% for sure. Yeah, then I'll send him uh, just like a text message or an email or whatever we do here in Rift's Earth. To... Um, for the city, cities do have localized Wi-Fi and things like that, so you mm-hmm. can do basic emails, text, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll send him some sort of text communication and tell him the job is done and asking for a place where we can meet, letting him know that I will be in town, you know, th- this day. Are you going to wait for a reply before going to town, or are you going to just go ahead and go about your business, and when you get it, you'll change your plans and go meet up with them? Uh, yeah, I'll just, when I get a response, then I'll do that, but otherwise I'll just go ahead and go. I mean, I probably would have sent that message pretty early on anyway. Uh, yeah, I imagine it was another morning funeral. Yeah. So, if I get a reply before it's time for us to go into town to start shopping, then... Great, I will build my plans around that. If not, I'll just go in there and wait for something to come to my personal communicator. So yeah, you, you ask around, see who wants to go. Clark is going to stay here and keep an eye on Karis, who's still just, while healed, is still hurt. Doesn't okay. really feel like getting up and about just yet. She needs at least another day of bed rest. Mm-hmm. But uh, Charlie and Masuki, it's up to you guys if you want to tag along with Flint, or Flint, you might be able to wrangle a free lunch out of him or something like that. Yeah. Or if you have your own business to go to. (laughs) Uh, I do. Um, Yeah, I'll kind of split off. I was given 3,000 credits, I believe, Mm -hmm. from our last job. No, it was 5,000 last job. Oh, was it? Yeah, I gave the glitter girl 3,000 because she wasn't there. Yeah, because I wasn't there. Yeah. I see, I see. Okay. Um, I, I am not sure the what the repairs. Money. Gotcha. I'm not sure what the repairs on the armor will be. Um... Well, oh, Justin yeah, made no. it impl- kind of implied that Mag would be handling that, but yeah, Mag, okay. Mag's That's... got your armor on his table. I appreciate you. You got nothing to do. I will save 1350 to eat restaurant grade food for the next every three meals for the next month for me <laughs> and the rest I will donate um, to I believe half to basically a vet clinic um, for stray animals and the rest for basically a coyote operation that smuggles mutated animals out of bad situations okay nice Heck yeah. but since you don't really need weapons yeah <laughs> You just keeping Charlie and hot dogs, cheese, and... Now um, I know why you split off to do that, though. Because Mag would be furious. 
You're just I'll giving that money giving away, money boy. Away. <laughs> 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 it's not that I don't believe in your cause. It's just I see money going away. It's <laughs> for <laughs> a good cause, sir. Tess, what about Masuki? Is she sticking with Meg or she got going bad on her own? Uh... So Masuki needs to uh, go shopping for some freaking, uh, what's the word? I just lost it. It's over. Oh, she needs rounds. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta go find some more ammo. Yeah, and some missiles to replace. Yeah, that's part of my ammo roundup. I was trying mm-hmm. to think of the base word for everything that I've been firing, and it, it just was not coming to me right that second. <laughs> so yeah, ammo. She's gonna go find some ammo. Okay. Mag, is that kind of what? You, I mean, you're also looking to buy weapons and gear as well, right? Or uh, Mag needs to buy parts. Uh, okay. Because the system does require that I have a certain amount of parts to repair a completely destroyed piece of armor like that. Yep. Um. And uh, I might shop around for a cybernetic upgrade. Ooh. Huh. I don't know how much time we have between now and our next mission, but I... Uh, I You're going to have eye. several days, so you can... Mm. Okay, yeah. Make a then, yeah, I want to make an appointment with a cyber doc. Okay. But, uh, uh, Tess, let's, let's handle specific... Masuki's shopping list first. What specific type of ammo are you looking for? Are all right, so Are you mostly need... just looking for missiles? Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to need some more missiles and some rounds for my boom gun. Because at this rate, the more people that die, the more I use. Well, I'm pretty sure I think it's got like a 100 round clip. So you're 98 of 100. Yes, that is. You're not incorrect. <laughs> but that is not how Masuki's mind works. Okay. At this point, if she, re- if she doesn't replenish when she has the chance to replenish, if ever she should run out, it'll be because of this one time when she didn't replenish. Alright, so just to give you an idea of price-wise, for a boom gun, a replacement 100-round belt would be 3,000 credits, Perfect. but they also sell 40-round sealed drums for 1,500. But the question is, will you be able to find some? Exactly. So. First things first, we're going to make you have a check to see if you can find the ammo. I don't see it being any particularly kind of hard to find. And Marl does, with its size, actually give a bonus to availability for gear. So pretty much what happens is if you're trying to find equipment, you have to make an availability check. Okay. So this is modified by the scarcity and uh, the location and the rarity of the item itself, which can penalize it. It is typically a common knowledge roll. Um, but for rare or restricted items, you might have to make a networking roll, which would be something like persuasion or intimidate. I'll say for just boom gun ammo, that would be, it's not restricted, it's just ammo. Fairly basic, it's just a matter of finding it. So it's going to be a common knowledge roll, because Marl is as large as it is and as technologically savvy as it is, you actually get a plus one to the roll. So go ahead and give me a roll, let's see if Tess can procure some ammo here. Yeah, your wild die succeeds with a six. Yay! Oh, that's right, it's plus one. So you go into the general marketplace. There are a few weapons vendors. Because of the nature of it, it's... There's no real hard and fast laws for heavier weapons and things like that, other than they're not permitted in the the ship city itself. 
but ammo is just fine. So you do find somebody who has a couple of um, canisters of Glitter Boy rounds, and he has one belt clip of the 100, and he has three of the 40-round clips. All right, I'm going to pick up one belt slip. Ah, yes, good choice. Freshly loaded, high-quality ammunition. Perfect for vaporizing your foes. So that would be 3,000 credits. Yep, I already spent it. <laughs> it's the 3,000 And even, even like, time. you see like a, maybe like a early teenage kind of boy. Mm. Jarl, help the young woman. Get the wheelbarrow. Take it wherever she'd like it to go. He like pulls out his credit card. You guys do like the, the tap transfer. Excellent. Missiles I, uh... tests are going to be a little bit harder to find. Oh no. Okay. Because they're missiles. Right. <laughs> they are a hot commodity. Everybody wants them. Just a moment here. I'm not rushing you to have to make a shit roll. Take your time. <laughs> All right. And I'm assuming you want the same that you're currently using, the high explosive warheads? Yes. Yes. All right. So these are actually going to be at rarity minus two. So with the bonus for Marl, you'll be at a net minus one. Gotcha. I will say this is still, since it's not really illegal. Actually, no, I will say this is a little bit harder to find. So it's your choice. Or did you already roll? I did. Sorry. We'll, 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 that's okay. We'll stick with common knowledge. Okay, cool. Hey. So Hell that's yeah. a minus one. That's a 10. So that's a success and a raise. So it takes you a couple hours. Going to various people. Like some guy says he knows somebody like four hallways down, six <laughs> corridors over. Look for the dingy blue cloth. That guy's got missiles. That guy didn't have missiles. But he knew a girl who did. Finally, like you're... In a part of the, the city ship that's not commonly trafficked, no, like, lights are rigged up, so it's very dark, but you do find a rather shady-looking merchant who has a pretty large cache of missiles. Mm. Nothing bigger than Mini, but still, he has what you need. That's now, these do run at a thousand credits per missile. Of course they do. <laughs> But, but he has a good two dozen. Uh, I'm gonna need four. You have 4K? I do. And you have four mini missiles. Which I imagine are probably, like, in my mind, like, maybe like two or three times the size of, like, a D-cell battery. They're not very large, so. I'm literally just replenishing the missiles already used. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But yeah, so the, for the better part of the morning up to like early afternoon, you spend a lot of time walking. You're covering a lot of ground in this big, you know, several thousand meter ship. And you're in a slightly unsafe area for anybody without your combat experience, but you do come away with it fully restocked for all your ammo Excellent. needs. Alright, buddy. Flint. You're up. Right. What's Flint looking to, to purchase today? I need the parts to repair uh, Charlie's armor. Primary thing. Okay. Give me just a sec. I'm just going to go by the rarity of his armor to determine the rarity of the equipment and parts needed. I was using Plastic Man Light. Yeah, it's for reference. pretty basic. 
Definitely a rarity plus one. So you actually have a plus two to your common knowledge roll there, Mags. I do. Nice. Okay, uh, let's roll that. Common knowledge. That's actually a success with a raise. Nice. Uh, no wild that. So yeah, you find in some shady little corner, nice breeze coming in from like a couple of pock marks that are actually punctured through the outer hull of the ship. Uh, a, a vendor setup that looks like he's just got, like you see like those like flea markets where everything's like just thrown in a fucking, like just in a big pile. That with like pieces of just broken and used armor. Things have like scorch marks. One thing looks like it was ripped through by like a vibro chainsaw. A couple plates that are just like melted and burned. But digging through the pile, you do find plenty of pieces you could easily use to repair Charlie's armor. And also, like looking around nearby, you find enough custom other pieces, like um, composite uh, straps, things you can use to size it properly for him. Good. So I will actually give you a just because of your raise, I'm going to give you a 10% discount on the cost. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I'm pulling up the technical difficulties now, so we can tell you how much it's going to be to actually fix his stuff. So unfortunately, he got the worst possible <laughs> technical difficulty. All right, so for a severe failure like Charlie's, it takes 1d6 days. It has a minus four to the roll, and it's 40% of the total price of the armor. So I, like I said, with that discount, I'll, I'll drop it down to just 30% to keep things simple. 30% of 18 grand. Not quite. Ouch. That actually is a problem, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make it work. Let's see. Let's just call it 5,000 credits. Alright, works for me. I think that's a little cheaper than 30%, but... I appreciate the investment. <laughs> You're all yeah. giving money away. You don't even know that I'm spending this money on you. So. It's true. Oh, actually, I forgot. His is actually twice as expensive because it has to be customized. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's going to be. That's okay. Be... I also forgot that I know this guy. Hey, how you doing, Carl? <laughs> nah. Looks like you got some good selection here. Oh, uh, why don't you cut me a deal? I'll uh, say maybe knock a little of this price off. Because I have connections with the parts vendors in Marl. Nice. Interesting. Oh, hey, Mag, how's it going? Bring me any good stuff today? Oh, yeah, I got some uh, pieces of this and that, you know what I'm saying? He kind of, like, looks you over and doesn't see you carry anything. Yeah, like you always have something. <laughs> you know I won't forget about you. Look, here, let me go ahead and point out some things. You got this guy over here in the wrong bin. This is not junk. This right here, very rare. Why don't you slide this over here? You can get twice as much as you're asking for it over there. Uh, that's why I always look out for you. You know, you can't say I don't, Carl. That I can't. That I can't. Although, you're still not buying anything from me. Still well, using I'm that old... Oh, you're buying today. I'm buying today. I just want like, to he know. puts his thumb in his mouth and a loud whistle, like, echoes in the, around <laughs> the chamber. Everybody! Mag Flint is parting with a credit today. Oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like a couple of the guys in the vendors nearby start clapping. Yeah, oh, you know, I just bust your dwarven balls there, Mag. So just bust your, bust your dwarven balls. But yes, if you want something, by all means, I'm sure I can knock a little bit off. 
right, if good. you promise when you finally decide to get those men of yours updated with real gear, you get pieces here. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah, I'll come by and take it. I'll give you first chance to impress me with your amazing wares, he says as he's looking around at all the trash, all the scrap pieces. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. <laughs> persuasion. Super good at that. Oh, yeah! Hey. You are super good at that. On the wild die. So uh, you, you pick so. out the pieces you like, and you notice he has taken your advice, and he started taking some of those pieces that were more valuable and moving them out of the junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Mags. All right. Since if you promise, next time you're out, you're upgrading your gear. You come here. I suppose I can let this stuff out of here for, well, with a friend's discount. Six thousand. Oh, that sounded like a fair price to me. Okay, here you go. I don't say I never gave you nothing. If you I'd... stop by my credits like you're long off, I might come by and visit more often. <laughs> like I said, if you ever need anything, you need scrap, bring it here. All right, I give him the six k. Yes, you save four there. <sighs> And as you're settling up with him, your inboard communi- or computer, bing, you have new mail. New mail. All right, I will check it. It's a message from Rogar Flynn. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Glad you're back so soon. Uh, if you have time today, meet me on the Overlook for drinks. And it kind of pops up like a attached map of the ship. So the Overlook is a small, just kind of bar near the top part of the ship that's, you know, pretty much at the highest elevation where presumably the engines of this thing are. Though they are in great disrepair and no longer work. Gotcha. Does it give it time? Uh, yeah. So sometime in the next 30 minutes. Okay. Well, then I guess I will head directly there. Yeah. Takes a little while. There are, like, repurposed lifts and things like that, but uh, since none of the actual internal systems of the ship itself function. As you get to the top, like, the the overlook bar is nice because it's mostly built on, like, a, a platform that has been jury-rigged and welded to the outside of the hull. So it's mostly open air. It's nice and breezy this high up. Although if you're afraid of heights, you are many hundreds of meters off the ground here. But it is pretty much the highest spot that you can be at in Marl. And you see uh, one of the tables set up near the edge where that guardrail looks rather thin and rickety. But you see Rogar typing on a little data pad, nursing a beer. Alright. Mag's just going to walk on in, walk right past, uh, ignore any weird looks from any highfalutin hostesses or hosts in the area. And head over to that table. Set your bag of junk armor slabs down. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Man's got to do business. Uh, hello, Magnesium. Hey, Rogar. Good seeing you. Made it another day, I see. Despite the council trying to work me to death, yes. Oh, He's yeah. tapping a few more bits on his pad. You can see if you look down, it looks like it's radio signals from the beacons you set up. Mm-hmm. Looks like everything is in place and in record time. You know, I 
thought it was a bit presumptuous of you that you could do this. But I'm happy to say I was proven wrong. Mad Flint looks the guy dead in the eye and boldly lies and says, when Mad Flint delivers a promise, he delivers a result. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be sure to keep that in mind. Because Mag was gambling, 100%. He did not know he could do it. <laughs> Would you like a drink? Ah, yes, I could do it with a whiskey. Rogar kind of raises his hand. A couple seconds later, a young waitress comes by. Two whiskeys, please. Quickly finishes his beer. So, any issues out there that you noticed? Boy, we ran into a small group of Chupacabra at the end there, but... Didn't see anything specific. Uh, actually got uh, quite a bit of help from the local settlement. They're all very excited about your increased response time to their protection. So. That was the goal. Tell me more about these chupacabra. Was it a large nest? I see him like, typing away more on his keypad again. Uh, there was uh, five, correct? Yes. There was uh, five of them, a handful. We didn't track them back to their nests. We uh, we got some injuries because they caught us off guard when we were just celebrating on the final device being planted. So, let our guard down. But you uh, terminated so, all of them? Yes, we, we killed the ones that came to us. Uh, I don't know if Chupacabra always travel in a complete pack or not, but I can give you the coordinates where we found them if you want to investigate further or if you want us to go investigate with I will take, take those job. coordinates, actually, but I think we have a better plan for you and your men. Do you have your credit card with you? I never leave home without it, but don't tell anybody. Slides the tablet over. There's like a spot for you to lay the card on. Okay. He presses his thumb against it, authorizes, and deposits 60,000 credits. Mm. Mag's eyebrow shoots up. So it seems like a bit of a tip there. Uh, don't tell me it's my good looks that got you swayed. I will have to wait for those whiskeys before something like that would happen. No, you eliminated Later. the two more whiskeys, please. Gives <laughs> <laughs> a, a quick little gruff laugh. <laughs> but no, you eliminated a harmful pest that could have potentially destroyed many of our farmers out there. So good work. Appreciate it. I always respect a man who understands what it takes to do what it does. So, what's these uh, better plans you you mentioned for my team? In all your travels, have you ever run across a fade town? You can give me an occult roll. And that will be a really high number. Called it. Oh, I don't believe uh, Fade Town's ever entered my ears before. You are definitely the first. Well, their settlement's usually on a rift or a ley line. And they have odd phenomena that usually happens. Sometimes they move along the ley line. Sometimes they phase out of reality. Sometimes you'll walk through and half the town will be ghosts. Marl has had a long relationship with a particular Fade Town that is quite some distance away. Wherever their town goes, it stays there for over two years at a time. But, 
wherever location they're at, has very fertile soil. And they produce some of the finest medical plants and crops that we have. They are due to be fading back in sometime within the next week. We are looking to send a convoy to them. They need lots of technical gear, weapons, cloth, things like that. They are a very small farming community. So we trade. Our goods for their food, crops, and medicines. The problem, as I'm sure you can already see, is that we're transporting valuable cargo both ways across over a hundred miles of untamed wilderness. That is a problem. Especially with uh, bandit activity increasing. Yes. Now normally, I would not even think to sponsor a group of your limited capabilities and he holds up a hand immediately. I mean, no disrespect. Yeah, but you are eyes got wide. His you know, shoulders started to roll back a little bit, started to sit up a little bit. Okay. I mean more of simply of manpower and provisioning. Although, the Glitter Boy armor is quite impressive. That alone is pretty much why I put you in the running. But your performance on this job has put you at the top of my list. At least, if you think you can do it. I don't know how much experience you have navigating. I know you're not from here. Rumors I've heard say you and your men have traveled quite far, so I'm assuming long-distance travel is something that you'd be up to. Aye. We're it's well vitally important that we don't lose the cargo in either step. If we lose it on the way there, well, the men and women of the town of Pinebox might not make it another few years to trade with them when they come back to our reality. Losing it on the way back deprives us of several hundred thousand credits worth of medicine that we count on here. But, if you think you and yours are capable, I'd be willing to assign the task to you. I, we're capable of this task. I need a few days to prepare. You say, uh, you expect them to appear within the next week. You can't yes. narrow it down any more than that. Unfortunately, they're too far outside of our communication range to actually communicate with, and they're too under-equipped to send folks to let us know that they're back. What kind of window do I have while they are uh, accessible from our plane? Typically a month, so you should have plenty of time once you go. Excellent. We'll probably get some new recruits and uh, maybe upgrade uh, the ATV a bit, make sure that... We can pull off your mission without a hitch. Now we will... Typically we, we send two trailers on a hover truck. We hey. can make sure we arrange things enough if you need to store your Glitter Boy armor in the truck, we can. Unless your pilot is willing to... Well, spend several days in the armor. Alright, yes, we'd appreciate trip. the consideration. Uh, at least you'll have the option the rest of it. By the time the whiskeys show up. So I take it that you'll accept the job then. Alright, you can count on me. Mag Flint, never let a man down yet. Another bold place lie. Yeah, just the, what? <laughs> three or four? I mean, so far. From what I'm I a little shocked that you accept. Par for the course. He takes the swig of his whiskey, lets it burn on his tongue. 
I'm shocked you agreed to do this without even knowing how much we'd pay you. Well, uh, normally it's not a consideration. You might be a fine soldier, but you're a piss-poor negotiator, Mr. Flint. Well, I'd say it's because you're such an upstanding man. You've yet to let me down when it comes to proper compensation, even going so far as to increase the price when we increase our work. It's not that I cannot negotiate, it's that I believe that you'll do the right thing and take care of mine. Uh, speaking of which, uh, what is the compensation for this job? <laughs> well, with the value of the cargo, the danger inherent, quarter of a million credits. Mag uh, rolls spirit, not to spit his whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quarter of a million sounds about right. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. That is, however, on successful return of the cargo. The council will, of course, levy penalties for any cargo that is damaged, destroyed, missing, or if our drivers are killed. No, of course not. To pay out their families. That's that's perfectly acceptable. We will be providing enough fuel for our vehicles to make it, but you will have to be responsible for your own equipment. Hi. How much personnel do you plan on sending with these other trucks? Enough pilots to, to pilot the truck, and a few extra men to assist with loading and unloading once you reach Pine Box. Alright. Are, uh, those... are they capable of handling themselves in, a, in any sort of combat situation? They could pull a trigger, and we will provide them with weapons. However, I would not count on relying on them as security is the job we are hiring you and yours for. Oh, I don't, uh, I don't need, I have no intention of relying on them. I was merely concerned of whether or not there will be, how much of a liability there will be in the case of something does go sideways. They will be instructed to look to you for all security decisions as well as navigation. You will essentially be in charge of this mission. Their job is simply get the truck where you tell them to go. Good, good. I appreciate a clear chain of command. Don't want to have to tussle with any headstrong fool who thinks that he's got a better idea about how to protect them. Well, Rogar, seems like, as always, you've taken care of everything on your end. You can leave the rest to me. Real quick, another beep on your internal computer. I sent you rough, a very rough map of the location. Right. It's approximately 120 miles to the east. Unfortunately, we don't have any kind of more detail than that. This map will include some major geological features you can use to navigate yourself. So, finding the place, as I said, will be tedious and difficult. Okay. But it is on a ley line, so... Charlie will be thrilled. (laughs) Well, Mr. Flint... Please let me know when you intend to leave. That way I can get the truck ready and loaded. I'll meet with the team and set up a plan. I'll inform you via communicator what our departure schedule is like. By your leave, sir. Kind of nods. Leaves a couple actual, like, coins for credit on the table. Mm -hmm. Gathers things and pulls his jacket off the back of his chair and leaves. Excellent. I finished this whiskey. I will not waste the money. Whiskey is not cheap, especially not in a place like the Overlook. 
but then yeah i'm gonna continue on uh with my shopping and stuff i have uh like i said i do want to stop by and make an appointment with the cyber doc unless you want to roll that out uh yeah well first of all what piece of cyber gear are you looking for specifically i'm getting uh i i want to get uh an upgrade to my cyber wired reflexes it costs 12k i don't know what the availability is on it though don't really have one here i will say it's minus two okay because this is not a latently combat upgrade we'll just do with common knowledge check uh so your net minus one okay common knowledge net minus one pretty good i guess I seem to know a lot with my ace of 14. Minus yeah. one is a 13. That's a double raise. Yep. So yeah, you know of a cyber doc who's pretty legit. Who is actually, with your raise, I'll say he's skilled. Or he's familiar with dwarven physiology. So he Sweet. won't suffer the penalty. That's exactly what I was going to say. With the, Can I use the raise to find <laughs> somebody who knows dwarven physiology? <laughs> nice. And um, he even has the part or the the parts in cyber in stock. Cool. So I don't know how they really do it, but I assume that it is surgery. So it's like an appointment thing. So like, you know, yes, I assume I'm looking set at up it right now. The surgery, if successful, recovery takes one day per point of strain. So one for this one. Yeah. During which time you are exhausted for the first half and fatigued for the second. So I'll set up the appointment for tomorrow if it's available for the for the next available day. Uh, uh, we'll say with your res, he'll, he can squeeze you in tomorrow. Perfect. And then um, I don't again. I I want to buy a ram for the truck. Uh, I'll say this is not rare at all because it's essentially you could even make one with just spare parts of this kind. Yeah, of thing. that's really what I was. It, yeah, it doesn't list the rarity or anything like that, but. Yeah, so I'll say it's just rarity zero, so you have a plus one common knowledge check. Okay. This is the last thing I'm going to buy, guys, I promise. <laughs> You're fine. You're I still cool. have, to, have to go talk to the guy who's going to make us some real money. Uh, common knowledge. That's straight up. Yeah, another ace on the wild die. Yes! Twelve. Double base yeah. again. You got a guy, like, you go to... On the outskirts of town, outside of the ship, there is a basically like a wrecker yard, and a guy has just gotten in a vehicle that was basically totaled, but it does have a ram in fairly good condition that would fit yours. Perfect. Unfortunately, I can only leverage my connect my connections once per session, so I'll have to pay full price for this one. That is fifteen hundred credits per size, I believe. Yeah, uh, which is size seven vehicle, so. It will cost me ten and a half k, but we just got a big paycheck. You did sixty grand already in your account. Of course, I have to save some to pay everybody with. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, oh, you guys! Piss off we... the, the mind melter and the psychic, <laughs> <laughs> or excuse me, and the glitter girl. So that would be enough to. Uh, Charlie makes you hold still and put your face inside the boom gun as Tess pulls the trigger. <laughs> right. So yeah, they, they just tell you 
if you bring the bring it in, we'll we'll install it. Should have it <laughs> done by the end of the day. Hey, go on down to the vendor parts, and you'll see. Ask around about Mag Flint. You won't. Uh, you won't ever ask me if I need you to install it again. <laughs> Dang. Uh, then I will say, at least with the money you're forking out, he'll he'll load it on a flatbed and bring it to your base. That's all I ask. Deliver it out here. Alright, so the first day back kind of goes down like that. You guys go shop. You got a new job on the docket. Charlie, you have just thrown your money away to worthy causes. Yeah. You know what, Will? Go ahead and give yourself another penny. You were oh. <laughs> you were okay. noble and nice. Thanks. You can just buy pennies? Jason, I'll send you 20 bucks, bro. What you Uh, so, uh, I guess the only thing I have left to do is go talk to, uh, Barati Van. Okay, yep. So, head back into the main city, where, uh, I believe Clark dropped him off a week ago, almost. Find a way to this hospital. It's a fairly nice little place. Small, clean, but not a prosperous kind of thing. Clearly, this person is in it to help people not actually make a ton of money. Rather stressed out looking young woman working in the front desk. Uh, hello, sir. Are you here to see the doctor? I know. I'm here to see Baratyvan. He sent me a communication asking me to come by and visit him. He was a patient uh, the, of yours. The blue fellow, yes. Um, Right this way. Thank you. Kind of leads you down a little hall. It's a very small, just kind of like like half a dorm room kind of size of rooms where there's like a small bed kind of set up. You see a uh, familiar sight sitting up in his bed with his left arm in a sling. Just basically looking at a little handheld kind of like um, essentially like a smartphone just kind of like looking at something on there. Ah! Wide human child, you're here. Allow me to, allow me to get up. And he kind of gets up and you see like his bare blue ass as he's in his little hospital gown as he's trying to get back up out of the bed. Oh, it's more than covers. I bargained for. Right? A, Mag's like turning his eyes left and right. Oh, I don't know where to look now. Oh. I am very pleased that you have, one, saved my life, and two, come to allow me give, to give thanks. Ah, uh, yes, of course, of course. Plus I still have some of your uh, belongings, so... It's only right that I come get oh. you so you can reclaim them. Oh, thank you very much. I would have been in far too much trouble if I had lost my first shipment. I am a, a new representative of Naruni Enterprises, hoping to make my fortune as a trader of some renown. And those well. bandits took me by surprise. Thankfully you were there to save me. I, I don't even know your name. My name is Meg Flint. There, Mr. Vaughn or... Barati. Oh, you may call me Barati. Well, Mr. Mag Flint, I owe you a great debt. That's no problem. I, uh, this is what any good being would do. And, uh, it seems that, uh, meeting us was, uh, good fortune for you in more ways than one. You said you are just beginning your distribution. Ah, yes. I don't know if you've had much time to look around at Marl, but this would be a good stop for you. Not to mention my own, uh, my team has, uh, 
mercenary concerns is uh, would also be a potential trading partner for you. Oh, absolutely. The Rudin Enterprises is very much liking to do business with men of your caliber in your line of work. I do have many great things for you to purchase. And generous lines of credit that you can establish. Oi, credit. Yes, that's good. Oh. Please, uh, to be telling me, where is my vehicle? Uh, it is currently at my compound. And uh, you can come claim it whenever you are ready. Excellent. Uh, Where's you your compound located? Thank you, sir. I will look forward to stumbling by sometime soon. I am almost fully healed. Great. Um, please do, and don't forget what I said. I would love to set up some sort of uh, agreement with you. Especially if you plan on using this same path in the future. You need uh, protection, something of that sort. Uh, you can contact us in advance or schedule something, and we can meet you and hopefully avoid any future unpleasantness as you experience this time. I very much look forward to doing further business with you. On one small note, you did not attempt to force your way into my vehicle, yes? Of course not. Magplin is a good. man of honor. That is good. I'm glad you are a man of honor and not a crispy charred bone sack, which is what <laughs> happened if the fusion generator trap were to go off. Oh, yes. Nothing against you I did do some mild repairs on it that I could before you, though. That I, I noticed I that find myself, unfortunately, difference. further in your debt, Mr. Magnesium Flint. Mm, I do. I uh, have to ponder what I can do to balance the scales between the two of us. I look oh. forward to seeing you sometime soon. All right. Sounds good. I would advise uh, your, the vehicle's just been patched up. You will need for further repairs if you want to be back to top condition. Just Understood. so you know. I look forward to exploring this town. Very well. Make yourself at home, in fact. Move in. Ha ha. <laughs> like he, he kind of cocks his head, his, his large black, like bulbous eyes kind of go a little wider. You are far too kind. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, that's it. Too kind. Uh, well, uh, let, me, uh, let me move on then before my mouth just runs away with me again. Uh, like I said... We'll look forward to seeing you. And he's just kind of like slowly backing out as he's trying to hide his... Cause he knows he's too eager. He's just trying to <laughs> stop himself before he just comes out and says, Will you marry me? <laughs> well, I like how you just told him we can live at your house rent-free. I know, right? I've already offered him to move in. So it's like, this, it's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then he, like, you know, scuttles out of the door. All right, so everybody's shopping and, and communicating with... Various NPCs has gone down. Let's cut back to a little bit later. Back at the base camp. What's everybody up to? Tess, I'm assuming you are reloading your, that is your missiles. That is to. Uh, I'm probably not at base yet. Um, I'd like to have kind of stayed at the vet. And I'm basically going to see if uh, the thing I was experimenting on and hoping for uh, with um, Karis is actually possible. Okay. So I'm going to find uh, some animals that are wounded. Um, I'm going to see if I can convince them not to be hurt anymore. Alright, so you're going to need to use greater healing at a minimum, because it's definitely outside the golden hour here. Okay. So that'll be 13 power points. 
But go ahead and give me a quick psychic roll. Okay. No. Oh, man. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> it's a critical failure. Yeah. That's your second one, buddy. <sighs> um, so you're... You're trying to heal this. We'll say it thankful. So it's not super traumatic for you. It's We'll say it's a cat. Looks like it has <laughs> been like hit by a vehicle and like its back legs are broken. The vet was thinking about just putting it down when you yeah. decided to just know you've lost too many things recently, not this. And you just are sitting there trying to force its mind into essentially thinking it's okay and let the body, its natural processes speed up and overcharge and just heal. And it's just not working and you get a little frustrated and this mind is just so basic and primitive that you just burn it out, killing oh it. Oh my god. I think I'm gonna go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's my downtime. <laughs> oh, so you guys learned that uh, healing power very well, apparently. <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's a murder power right now. <laughs> I uh, melted a mind. Oops. I filled my class. So that's great. Uh, so we'll just make a note. Yeah, you are gonna get a minus two the first time you try to use healing again. Okay. As you've kind of built your own little mental block against using it. Okay. But once you use it, um, that penalty will go away. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Sad little Charlie. Lasan's dead. Poor little kitty cat's dead. Not a good day for you, buddy. No. This <laughs> sorrow and snack food. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy some brie when I'm done crying. Charlie eating that high quality cheese. Just imagine, like, falling <laughs> over his little belly in the air, just cheese all over his little snout. Yeah. <laughs> crying and into his, his little hovel. Uh... Hi, guys. What you, what you doing? You have some downtime before you need to leave. I'm sure you want preparations made. I, I'm sure Mag would love to pay you all and inform you of the next job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Once everybody gets back that evening, then I'll let them know. Uh, first right. off, uh, each of you take 12,000 credits. We'll I definitely will. Uh, and uh, I will pay the... Um, Pity booze. Uh, 2,000 credits? Yeah, 2,000 credits each. Actually, oh, I'll give them three. It. Fuck it. There, there's a few of them now. So. <laughs> Sorry. There's that death bonus. Yeah. yeah. Split change. <laughs> so, uh, that's uh, six. That's 30 total. Alright. That's easy math. All right, so when he uh, comes up to you guys, uh, where are you all? I'm probably messing with my power armor. Well, we all. Uh, oh, we probably also, eat Justin. You do have to pay for the uh, real quick, Justin. You do have to actually pay for the surgery itself, which is ten percent of the cyberware. Uh, okay, so that would be another uh, twelve hundred credits. No problem. So I assume that, like, you know somebody cooks and we all just kind of like uh, roughly maybe not sit down and have a family meal but usually we find ourselves in the cafeteria at some point 
I'll be on top of the table. <clears throat> like the fire, fire, mess hall. We all go to the kitchen. Eat yeah. Dinner. So that's, you know, when you pays everybody out, and this, you just, you know, you just got your money. You just paid every, everybody. We're all sitting here. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, seems that our stellar performance on this last desk has bought us a bit of street cred, so to speak. We've been in, we've been offered a very lucrative mission. Uh, it's a uh, protecting a convoy. We gotta we gotta travel quite a bit though. It's a uh, hundred miles over wilderness territory. Going to a uh, fade town. And right the then, his name is Pine Box. By the way, yeah, I know. Like, that's what I say. Right then, Mag thinks to himself, "Do I want to tell these people the name of this town? Because it's rather foreboding." <laughs> <laughs> but he says, "Er." Uh, Fade Town. By the name of Pine Box. Huh. Anybody going to make an occult roll to see if they've had any experience with Fade Towns before? I'll do it. I like how you're funny. Occult rolls. That is a five. Charlie, you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you've never actually been to one. <laughs> Tess, you've never even heard of such a thing. <laughs> You're like, why is what? it called a fate town? town. <laughs> and that Will, Charlie knows basically what there are towns that are on ley lines or, or actually on like nexuses that have weird kind of things where they sometimes phase in and out of reality or move around. Seems like a very inconvenient place to live. Yeah, I don't really like ley lines. Hey, so very noisy and very smelly. I, uh, sorry, Charlie. You're the, this is gonna be a bit unpleasant for you. But, uh, the gist of it is that this town, uh, isn't always there. They provide valuable medicine for Mar in return for supplies that they can't provide themselves. So, well, medicine's good. The town disappears and reappears, uh, because of its ley line existence, I guess. I'm not sure how the mechanics work. But, uh, the next appearance is sometime in the next week. So we've got a little time to prepare. We need to set out because we will only have a month window. So you know how traveling in a uh, in a wilderness can be. Do you have like a map or something to look at? Uh yeah. And he uh. Oh. This is a very crude, very yeah. bare bones map. Remember, there's no GPS on Rift's Earth, so yeah. And it this and it looks like it's like at least a. Five or ten years old, too. So there's no telling if the landscape has changed due to rift activity or not. But it looks like it's about 100 to 120 miles southeast of Marl. Looks like there's um, mostly grassland, then at least in the first like 20, 30 miles around Marl, then it starts going into like sparsely kind of thick woods. Starts getting more hilly. Uh, eventually it looks like closer to this pretty much just a dot on your map that says pine box it looks like it starts getting to more rocky terrain and there's at least one river you have to cross okay well I don't really think we have like the manpower supplies to do this oh you see that Charlie well we're gonna be taking and uh, returning like 
a large amount of supplies, right? And no, we're just escorting the convoy. Oh, okay. We're there for protection and navigation to make sure they don't get lost or hurt along the way. Okay. Sounds easy enough. Yeah. Um, I need to get an ice box. I would like to have nice food. All right. Like I said, we've got a few days to prepare. Feel free okay. to get what uh what equipment you need. With that, he tucks into his food. Chomp, chomp, chomp. So I've been thinking about because we don't have a name yet. Um, and well, the highest praise and like the best title that um anyone could get when I was growing up was good boy so we could be the good boys I know that how um, charming yeah yeah I know that you're not a boy right you're kind of hard to tell apart sometimes no I'm not okay so that's kind of not the best you've never seen Masuki liquor balls like like the dwarf has (laughs) yeah I mean that's why it's hard to tell they're much farther away. I assume that's why. <laughs> I also like, because of her token, it looks like she's sitting in her glitter boy at the dinner table. <laughs> true. I, personally, I think it's super cute, and I'm kind of I'm kind of for, for that, but it's up to you guys. It's gotta be inclusive. Good boys, Claude, eh? Yeah. So maybe from your culture, like we could be like the not the elves. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point there, Max. You already said good boy, so that's inherent to not elves. (laughs) Are you implying elves can't be boys? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm implying. Well, they're all very pretty. Like I understand how Mag's a boy because he's very ugly. I uh, don't know how to take that, Charlie. So I'll take it as a compliment. I mean, yeah, you're very masculine, Mag. Take it as just as well as anything you've ever said to Charlie. <laughs> At this point, Masuki actually <laughs> pushes her meal away and crosses her arms. Masuki's getting aggro all of a sudden. <laughs> or did uh, I say something wrong, Nara? Uh... Evidently not today. Not yet. I mean, it's yet to be seen. Well, okay. And... He continues his long-standing tradition of having no fucking idea what's going on I was about here. to say I get it because he still has no goddamn clue. I haven't said anything directly yet. No. And Charlie was like, fuck it, we'll go find out on our own. <laughs> Welcome to our newest running gag. It's going to go on forever. I know, and y'all got another week to do something ridiculous again. It's true. Oh, yeah, tomorrow won't be available. I gotta go get a little upgrade. But, uh, Charlie, I'll uh, repair your armor after I got back. Got the parts today. Thanks. Do you have any ideas, Masuki? I mean, personally, I like to think of us as the merciful gifts, but that's just me. Is the death a merciful gift? I was actually doing a play on the word Merc, but no, it can be, Charlie. It absolutely can be. 
could be the Dumb Friends League. <laughs> <laughs> League of Extraordinary Idiots. <laughs> I don't particularly care what we call it, as long as it makes money. <laughs> we can call them the Gold Gatherers. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Who are you? Nobody. Alright, well, thanks for dinner. Um, I'm gonna go collect some things and I guess make another donation. So, <laughs> see you all later. Uh, Enjoy your time. Guys, credit's your burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go donate all that again. What did you say? What did you say? Uh, I just need a. <clears throat> he's going to pick up a few items and do some things before we get ready to go. Alright, yeah, if you, uh. If you uh, intend to buy a different set of armor, I can just use your current set of armor spare parts for the future. So, let me know. I imagine oh, no, that's they fine. might have something fancy for your psychic abilities. I kind of I, I, I think Charlie's going to earmark 100 credits for a cooler, and then everything else is going <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we know so it's pretty much. Though. Masuki is straight yeah. up trying I mean, to redirect the conversation, because... Yeah, that didn't sound like I'll, a. I'll kinda... oh, that sounds great. Kind of a question when he was like, "I'm sorry, where'd you say you were going?" <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, oh. Charlie is a dog boy, and he's two. Oh, I yeah. I get it. <laughs> he probably doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing with money. I mean, yeah. there's nothing he's supposed to be doing. Whatever he wants to do with his money is what he does. I imagine in his first year of life, he mostly ate out of the garbage. Yeah, I did. That's why I love, like, Good you know, food. the yeah. fresh stuff. Nice. Um, so I'll kind of frown back at Mag, and I'll say, well, Arden did say that uh, if I bought equipment from him, I wouldn't die so often. Well, so I can go visit him. I, as much as I dislike the man, he is quite talented in his field, and uh, he can do things that interact with you in a way that I cannot, so. Wow. That's what don't ever, don't. Don't ever tell him I said that. You understand? Don't ever tell him. Why not? He says stuff about like that about you all the time. Yes, but elves are sarcastic, and I'm straight up. Uh, Mags, your uh, internal computer lets you know that the door camera has picked up movement. Boy, things we got company. Oh, uh, can I see what I see on the camera? Yeah, um, and it's it looks odd because it looks kind of like your um your little blue friend. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. It's, it's clearly <laughs> not the same person. Oh, it's another Uteni. Well, it it's wearing the same kind of outfit. Its arm is in a sling, but it's much shorter, squatter. Like if you were drunk and squinting, it's kind of looking like he's more proportioned to like a dwarf than a human <laughs> okay that's a strange one seems our friend Brat Ivan has uh, decided to join us but I don't know and then all of a sudden you all hear the, the loud just Ant! as the front door is being like essentially the whatever riffs equivalent of a doorbell is going off Oh my god. I can imagine Mag just like bought the cheapest doorbell but ended up with the fucking sound from Dumb and Dumber. That's the sound of the doorbell. <laughs> Everybody else fucking hates it. Mag's like, whatever, it costs half price. Tink tink tink. 
<laughs> Fine, I'll get that. She's <laughs> away from the table. <coughs> so you, you get out there, you open the door. As I described, it's looks like a short, bald, blue dwarf. With no beard, no no nose or mouth, with its arm in a sling. Please come in. Max, it's for you. Thank you, pretty human woman. Can I walk off? I don't know what the fuck this is or where it came from, but okay. Ah, greetings, Magnesium Flint. Is that you, Barati? Flint, it is hurting my feelings that you do not recognize your new friend. I do feel like I kind of recognize you. However, your appearance has changed quite a bit since the last time I saw you. So I just ah, wanted to be We and are able to modify our forms. I thought since we will now be roommates that it would be more comfortable <laughs> for you if I resembled your kind. Oh, yes, yes. So you're going to move in. Oh, no, I appreciate it. Uh, Where is my room? This is like kind of scanning. Wait, I smell food. Uh, yes, let me introduce you to the crew first. Uh, by the way, the, the room is over there. It's everybody's room. Ha ha ha. We like to live together here. <laughs> I will not be having my own room. Oh no, no, that would put that would put too much distance between us. Uh, that's that's too lonely. That's no fun, right? Also, well, only a money. couple, only a couple more people need to die, and then you'll have it to yourself. So one or two more missions. Wow, is it Charlie. normal for your pet to speak? This is not my pet. pet. This is Charlie. <laughs> he is a sapient creature. Can I smell him? I can use detect Arcana. Uh, yeah, so with, actually, with just a notice roll, you can detect supernatural creatures. Yeah. So give me a notice roll. So I think he looks different. So. Yeah, and you could if you want to use the actual power to get a little more info, you can. Uh, with notice, though, there is something supernatural about him. Whether or not it's psychic or mystic, you'd have to use okay. power to find out a little bit more. But All right, I'll pay for the power. Okay. So Go ahead, it's like make... it's two points. Do so. Depends. Unless you want to add any other, because there is a mega power modifier for it that gives a lot more info. But yeah. But by default, um, it is two, and it will require a roll. Uh, yeah, I'll exalt it. It's another plus two. Uh, I would say don't sure, worry about so the power points because you'll get them back. I don't think you're okay. Unless you decide to go on a fucking binger and. Probably not. Uh, I'll take the 11. That's a success with a raise. Alright, so with Exalted, Active Powers, Arcane Abilities, Type Supernatural Creature, Enchantments Present. Uh, so he is definitely uh, a minor psychic. Mm. He's clearly used some sort of psychic manipulation to manipulate his physical form. But it is a permanent change until he basically undoes it. And okay. he has currently has about 15 ISP. Interesting. So yeah, I'll kind of sniff at him, and then I'll use Illusion to turn blue. Okay. Give me a, another silence roll. I will reroll that. <laughs> okay, four. That's a success. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody uh, if you want to see through it you can try uh, 
a smarts roll at minus two. Or actually, just a regular smarts roll. Since you would be aware that Charlie is not usually blue, so this would be clearly something <laughs> weird going on. But it's not. I'll be. I'll tr try and turn into another blue dwarf, actually. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, Tess, like you're. You see him as a blue dwarf for about a split second. And then you get like a. That feeling almost like you have like an ice cream headache, and then he looks like Charlie again, and you can kind of sort of see like a hazy, superimposed image over him of a blue dwarf. What is going on around this place? Everybody turning into blue dwarfs. I can't say I'm not flattered, but this is still very strange. And Mag, same thing. And, and Charlie, since you didn't pay for like the, the mobile thing, as soon as you move, like you move through your illusion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Your not pet is very remarkable. Yes, his name is Charlie. And who are these other roommate friends? Oh, this is uh, Clark here, and Karas, and Masuke. Uh, Masuke, this is Barativan. We rescued him while your knee was out. Karas, Barativan. Hmm. He is the owner of that vehicle that's been uh, parked in the garage. Oh, I see, I see. It is a pleasure to meet you, Clark, Karis, and beautiful human woman. He, like, I immediately comes and sits at the head of the table. Remember you being a dwarf. Your dining hall is adequate. I. That uh, was the that was the intention when it was designed. Your building, however, is subpar, mostly pre prefabricated, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, yes. Well, we had uh, limited funds to start up with. Kind of like Coxa doesn't have an eyebrow, but like the skin <laughs> around his eye kind of raises up. Ah, limited funds. A sad tale many sapient species have. <laughs> I'm sorry, Magnesium Flint. You grumbled into the very hairy mop that is on your face and I was unable to hear. Please, Literally, speak louder is, when you talk. That ah. is just how uh, dwarves uh, sometimes uh, grumble into their beard to uh, shake any food loose. Which I just ate, you see. Ah. Well, Mags, I think I'm liking him more and more by the second. How do the others uh, dispose of their crumbs? Does not pet Charlie roll around, or do you grumble into your face, Charlie? Um, I'm just gonna leave. This guy's too much. Have <laughs> a pleasant day, customer Charlie. I'm just gonna close the door with like my back leg. Oh, he's he's kneeling down the hallway after me. He's like, this is over. Shit. When you are done improperly eating magnesium flint, please show me to where I may store my things and my vehicle. Yes, my vehicle. Oh yes, let me show you around. Simon, give him a tour. Let him pick one of the empty beds. Kind of same thing. Like he. His tone is polite, but he's definitely negging all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking asshole. Is this your child's communication console? Wow. This is, this is all professional equipment here, there, Berlatti. We don't all have Not the backing of Not by galactic standards. Exactly. We don't all have the backing of intergalactic 
arms dealers to provide us with the top-notch equipment. Some of us gotta work up from the bottom. <laughs> Your pitiful state and lack of money is not something you should laugh at, Master It is not. But very well. I will take one of these uncomfortable bunks once I see to my vehicle. Shit. I'll show him to his vehicle. Ah. I might be about to lose my... I can't tell which one of the... <laughs> which one of my senses is is going to win out in this one. <laughs> he, really goes to the, shit, like, he goes to the dash. I see you have not bothered to clean my blood off the leather. <laughs> it will crack. <laughs> but he reaches down, pulls out that giant black plasma pistol. Ah. This is a treasured possession, Magnesium Flint. Aside from the fact that I nearly killed my attacker, this has been in my family for many years. And it is the finest weapon for personal defense that Naruni can use. And he hands right. it out to you. Yeah. I kind of heft it. You know. It's very heavy. It is, a, yeah. I believe, strength 10. Otherwise, you'll have a penalty. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to give it a once-over, you know. Give it a professional eye. I can, uh, I can appreciate a well-crafted anything. Yes, it's a very good quality weapon. Quality. I am glad that you think so. As I am now entrusting it to you. Well, I thought we had, uh, th this is a family heirloom. I, I couldn't possibly accept such a thing. On the honor of my family, it is required that I make restitution for saving of my life. Oh, and since you life. clearly have a need of quality goods and have piss, what is the word that I heard in the hospital? Piss poor weaponry. That <laughs> I believe, if you are to live long enough to continue providing me housing and food. That you will need a good weapon by your side. In that case, I will gladly accept. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I promise I will not charge you overly much for refill plasma cartridges. Oh. As he like goes to the back of the car, like kind of puts his hand over the keypad as he types in the couple numbers, cracks open the door. Ah, yes, everything looks to be in order. If you'd like to try to see what what's in there, you give me a notice roll at a minus two. Yeah, I'll yeah, train my eye in there. Boy, that's not gonna do it. Nope. As you kind of like peek at he says, Oh, please. This is private business of Naruti Enterprises. He closes the door, locks it again. However, if we enter a formal business relationship, I will gladly show you my wares. Excellent. <laughs> we'll uh, look forward to that. Uh, let me give you some time to, to assess your vehicle and settle in. Uh, I'll talk to you in the morning. It is getting late. I'm sure you need to rest. You're still quite injured. I've been resting for many days. But I will look more thoroughly over my vehicle and customize my sleeping cot. Please, make sure that you quickly allow your computer and door to recognize my face so that I may enter and exit the premises without hassle. I, I will do so. And he's going to kind of like walk away from this guy now. <laughs> he's like looking over his truck. Starts, like, pulling out a small, like, what looks to be, like, a suitcase and starts dragging it back into the house with, with his one good arm. <laughs> yeah. Mag's gonna go run off to somewhere else. <laughs> Anywhere else. <laughs> before, he, before he chokes this guy out and the, and the giant paycheck standing behind him. <laughs> uh, so, Justin, the Naruni NE4 Plasma Cartridge Pistol has range 10, 20, 40. Does 3d10 plus 3 damage. Is rate of fire 1. No AP. 
It currently has 8 of 10 shots. Does mega damage. And the it burns quality. Yeah. It is a min strength of D10. Yeah, that thing is fucking heavy. Yeah, so any every point that you differ from your min strength does give you a minus one to the attack roll. Is it every point or every die type? Well, every die type. So that's okay. what I mean. so, if you, so if you have a D8, you're only minus one. If you have a yeah. D6, you're minus two. I have a D6, so it'd be a minus two. Yeah, and you don't have the soldier edge or anything that treats your strength as higher for encumbrance and gear, so. I don't. Nope. But yeah. 3 to 10 plus 3, mega damage, it burns. Which means on a raise, it, it, the target is on fire. It yeah. will take 3d6 damage every round until they put the fire out. <laughs> or it fades. Nice. It is still a badass weapon. Does mega damage. It is, it is literally fucking huge. Like, the Rooney plasma weapons are big. <laughs> and this is a pistol, mind you, so it is... Yeah. Have to see what I can do about that. I said, hopefully he won't nickel and dime you to death on the plasma cartridges. <laughs> Who knows? Because <laughs> it doesn't run on Eclipse. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I probably won't be firing it a lot. It's, uh, I would be at a negative. Just to use it. But uh, yeah, I will take care of it. I'm sure it's very expensive. If nothing else, when I get tired of this guy, I can go sell it. Actually, the plasma cartridges are only about 50 credits a pop. They're actually quite cheap. Well, yeah, but that's only for 10 shots. So. Yeah. Still. Yeah, so it, it is definitely cheaper than boom gun ammunition for sure. <laughs> so, Charlie, right. where did you did you actually like leave the whole compound? Do you go back to your little crack in a wall? Uh, I'm actually going to go to Arden Vale. Um... Alright, so this time of night his shop is closed. Oh. You don't okay, actually know mind. where his personal residence is, so... Yeah. Sad okay, I'll just go home. Yeah. Um, I'll visit him next, see if he can sell me a fridge, basically. <laughs> right, anybody have anything they want to do over the next couple days as you wait for your mission to start? What, what prep are you going to do? And Obviously, Will, you want to speak to artists, we'll work a scene in for that. Yeah. What about everybody else? What preparations are you making? I know, Justin, you want to get your cyber put in, in I'm assuming. Yeah, that'll take a day. Uh, and uh, I will repair Charlie's armor. So for, all right, go ahead and roll a d6 for me to see how many days it'll take you to repair it. Okay. D6. One. Ooh, nice. Okay, so I give me like a quick ones on this kind of roll. Now, when do you want to do it? Because remember, with your surgery, you'll be fatigued and exhausted for a day, which will give you a penalty. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I plan on taking the the day of rest, and so that would be the day after that. But, um... Okay, so doing the surgery first. Let's go ahead and knock yeah. that out real fast. All right. So this guy's a fairly skilled doctor. We'll have a D8. Ooh, look at that. Success and a raise. Nice. That's 
Potentially he actually more. aced, yeah. Success in yeah. arrays. <laughs> Still good, though. You look quite good. I'm gonna feel bad if he fucking destroyed you. Yeah, I was gonna be real pissed off. I was just about yeah. to ask you if I could spin Benny's on this guy's behalf. <laughs> Alright, so the surgery goes well. T- takes a day. And then, like I said, you're exhausted for the first half, so you're minus two for the first 12 hours, and then fatigue for the second. 12 hours. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to try to do anything. So. Just focus on rest up. Tinkers a bit, but nothing important. It actually is not... It is just barely still a raise, because I do suffer a minus one for every point of the system strain. But it's oh, still... Yeah. Still barely a raise, though. Which is good, because it has the recovery time. So in Yay. essence, in 12 hours, you'll be fine. But those first six hours, you're at minus two. Second six hours, minus one. All right, cool. And after that, you'll feel great. But the surgery goes well. You, they didn't have to install much. They just mostly upgraded what was already in there. But it takes you a little while getting used to the fact that your reflexes are a little bit better and your body's moving a little more fluid. Some would even say elf-like. <laughs> Not if they want to be my friend. No, but some would certainly say it. Speaking of, Will, let's take care of your little Art and Veil visit here. So as Mags okay. is going under the knife, you go back to Arden's garage, I'm assuming? Yeah. It, like before, it's busy. It's just people working on vehicles. There's a, a young woman that kind of like the a desk off to the side in the repair bay. As soon as you walk in, like, one of the mechanics... Jesus! Oh, God! What happened, Hi. Bill? I, th- I thought I saw that ghost dog again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm here to see Arden. Hang on down here. He kind of, like, puts his hand out just, like, shove, touches you on the shoulder. I uh, kind of sn- snip at him. Ah. I didn't say you could touch. Oh, God, you're solid. Okay. Let's just wait here. Try not to spook anybody else. He goes back up the stairs, knocks on Arden's door. You can't hear from this distance. A couple minutes later, Arden walks out on his little landing, gives you a little wave, shouts, Come on back, Charles! Thank you. <laughs> Go plop up there. Watch your way out there, maneuver up the steps. Yeah. I see you've regained so your physical form. Excellent. Yeah, I can't be dead all the time. No. It's very tiring. Um, you imagine. said... Yeah. You said that if I didn't want to die, I should come get equipment here. Um, so I'll be going on another dangerous journey, and I don't want to die. Um, but I'd like to have nice food. So I was wondering if you could sell me, like, a fridge or something. So, to understand you, you took my warning to heart about purchasing goods from me. Even though I think you're reading far too literally, my young friend. But still, nice of you to take me at my word. But instead of buying any gear that would in fact save your life, you would like a mini-fridge. Well, it'll make my life better, right? And you said it would help me not die. I've been seeing a lot of death lately, and it does not it's not fun. I'm sorry to hear that, my furry companion, but you do understand that a fridge will not save your life. It's a refrigerator. I mean, unless you were to die of spoiled food, it might save your life then. 
but in a combat kind of scenario, I don't see it doing much unless maybe you hid behind it. Uh, I mean, I guess you could make it bulletproof. I, mean, I, I suppose it's within my skill to create a <laughs> mystically powered refrigerator, but it seems like an awful waste. <laughs> and it would, again, I... I don't think it would save your life, and it would be quite pricey. This conversation's very confusing to me. You're not the only one, Charles. You're not the only one. Again, I okay. think you, you're taking things too literally. I understand that maybe you're just not familiar with the way most folks speak to one another, but if you were to purchase some sort of techno-wizard armor or weapons for me, they could potentially save your life. Because they would be of high quality, that I guarantee. But nothing is 100% in this world. Charles, so the threat of violence could still end your life. And while I suppose I could custom make you a fridge, you could just easily find a perfectly serviceable portable refrigerator anywhere out there, unless you want me to rig one that worked on a ley line for you, and would never need to be charged. And I suppose so I you... could even mystically enhance one to make it more durable, but again, I don't know that it would save your life. Well, I guess kind of on that note, you also mentioned that you didn't have like a catchphrase to like sell your stuff. So I was thinking, Arden Vale, equipment to keep you from passing through the veil, guaranteed your money back. And you know, if they're dead, they can't really get their money back anyway. That's uh, good because that's the uh, only part of that statement I wasn't on board with. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Um, yeah, and you know, a ghost uh, is back in the claim, right? So that's nice. Are you implying that you would somehow work for me in an advertising capacity? Well, you're my friend, right? And you're Mag's friend, so you that's like, what friends do. Give me a quick notice roll at minus four. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's zero. So unless you'd like to spend a Benny, but otherwise... Uh, sure, I'll spend my Benny. Uh, still a failure. That's okay. So yeah, his humanish looking face kind of goes in a weird setup that you've seen a few times, but you still don't understand what that look means. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yes, I, th I don't know that we're friends yet, but I'm certainly not opposed to the idea. You, you are interesting. And I do respect Magnesium's ability to work in his skills, so yes, I would like to be your friend, Charles. Okay. Uh, so do you not want to make the fridge? I just don't think it would be... It would be <laughs> very expensive, even if I made it at cost. I okay. could definitely get you in touch with some people that will give you a good deal and, and won't rip you off. And if you'd like to bring uh, anything that you purchase, buy it and give it the once over just to make sure it is in working condition, but... But yes, me custom building you one that runs on magic would be incredibly expensive for something you could easily just go purchase. Okay, well I guess that's fine. Um... Yeah, Charlie's just kind of frowning and like looking around the room. It is full of lots of weird things. A lot of shiny bits. 
crystally looking things. Like, stuff you've seen on, like, Magnesium's workbench, wires, energy sources. Not, But it's definitely less, maybe a little bit less messy. I don't know how... Justin, how disheveled is Mag's workspace? Uh... Mag's kind of like a mag, the mad scientist, so... Just so assume that while everything is very well maintained, it doesn't have a home. Nothing has gotcha. a home. It's wherever it is at the time. Arden's is definitely a little more organized. Yeah. What was that ball thing that you pointed at me last time? Oh, it was a, a mystical phase lock device, but apparently it was not working correctly. Designed to dispel ghosts and send them back to where they need to be. Oh. Where do you think I need to be? Like, where were you going to send me? I don't know, Charlie. I, since you're clearly not a ghost, it probably wouldn't have worked anyways. Well, you said I was a ghost, and I'll become intangible. Yes, but Charlie, do you understand that a ghost isn't just making yourself intangible? Although it is a very powerful and unique trick. Ghosts are echoes of once-living creatures. Most are quite angry and harmful to the living. Are all the people that died in Mag's adventures gonna come back and be angry at him? Because he seems like he likes the money more than like them. I can't say, Charlie. I don't know what makes any particular person that dies become a ghost. For his sake and yours, I hope not. <sighs> okay, um, I'm tired and I just want a place to put sausage and cheese. So if we could just do that, that'd be so nice. Tell you what, I'll have my assistant go with you to a place I use. Ask okay. for Daryl, and he won't steer you wrong. Okay. I'll talk to you later, I guess. Good luck on your new mission, and try not to die, Charlie. I'm looking forward to this friendship blossoming. Okay. Bye. You hop down off his couch, your little stubby legs just <laughs> in the air, I imagine. Yeah. Takes you down, he walks with you, grabs the girl at the desk, tells her to take you to Daryl's, and she'll escort wow. you. So while this woman is walking with me, I'll ask, so do you think that the reason my friends shoot corpses is so they don't make ghosts? She just, like, her eyes just kind of go wide. What? Sweet. <laughs> I, I don't even, I, I, I don't know, sir. <laughs> Do you have any easier question I can answer? <laughs> uh, not really, unless you know, like, what pairs really well with, like, um, blue cheese. Can't say that I do. All right. But... Wait, you saw you, woman. <laughs> I, I would say buffalo wings, but I don't know if they're a thing. <laughs> All right, we can fast forward. Yeah, so you, she takes you. Um, <laughs> you can spend 75 credits, get a little portable mini fridge that'll run on an equip. Right. <laughs> Exploding <Okay>. corpses. <laughs>
Alright, so Mags is in surgery. <laughs> Tess, what's Masuki up to? Uh, so I'm literally just waiting for Mags to get out of surgery and to go into recovery so I can find the uh, short blue guy. Oh, he is all around the base. Like, he is... I he slept actively here. seek him out. It's not hard. If you if you stay at the base, he's in your sleeping bed. Excellent. I, uh, I tap him on the shoulder. Ah, greetings, attractive human woman. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but Mags has just recently had some surgery, and uh, he's feeling a little down in his recovery. I can't think of anybody better than you to go and lift his spirits. You would <laughs> You I'll point you in direction. <laughs> I have to say that aside from your stunning beauty, you have a good, insightful soul as well. You are right. Magnesium flint sought to my care after saving my life. And visit me even in the hospital. Where and is now, his uh, Yeah, and now you can be here for him. Right this way. And I, I take him 95% of the way to the quarters, and when I'm just far enough to not be in earshot, regardless of whether the door is open or not, I say, he's right in there. I'm only speaking quietly so I don't disturb him. And also, I'd love for him to enjoy the surprise. You are a very kind, attractive human woman. I will go cheer up my new friend and roommate. So yeah, she, you take him to the cyber clinic. <laughs> where, Mags, you've just gotten out of surgery. You're still very groggy. You're still in a lot of pain, and you're still adapting to this. So you're just like, it's like a, an outpatient kind of thing. So you're like, they're just making sure you're not going to pass out and there's no complications, but then you'll be free to go. So you're kind of in like a little like reclining chair. You know, there's bandaged up over like the surgical site. So they upgraded your stuff. And then like you hear a very annoying, I don't know how it's even annoying, but a quick little tap on the doorframe. Greetings, roommate. Magnesium Flint, I've come to bring you great cheer in your time of need. <laughs> As your body uh. recovers from the harshness of your surgery, <laughs> your friends did not tell me what horrible illnesses your body has been ravaged with. But rest assured, you will not go through it alone, as you did not allow me to suffer alone in my pain. I uh, don't know what uh, what uh, you were talking about. It's just uh, it's a routine cybernetics upgrade. There, uh, huh. what brings a pile of walking credits like you over here anyway? <laughs> Head tilts again. My name's not Walking Credits. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought it was right. Uh, who Flint, told you I was your, here? Has your surgery gone wrong? Are the drugs you are receiving insufficient? It is I, Barati Vaughn. Your uh, roommate yes, yes. and new best friend. Barati Vaughn, yes, my best friend. Remember, uh, you cherish and hold my family's ancient ancestral weapon. Oh, yeah, he taps his leg. Oh, he's not there. That's right. He's had surgery. Oh, he's over there. Yeah. Did you have an organ replaced? Is that why you're so delirious? That you do not no, it's your just good uh, friend? No, I had most of my, uh, what's this? Do it in those things to make the signals. Ha ha ha. You're, oh, it's you're a doing nerve that thing where you move crumbs away from your beard, but I do not see crumbs. And he gets, uh, yeah. like, really close to you. He's, like, putting his hand over your mouth. <laughs> no, there are no crumbs. Why are you mumbling, my good friend? Doctor! Uh, doctor, come quick! <laughs> scampers off to find a doc. Boy, somebody's fucking Tess, give yourself it. a Betty, please. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, man, I was like, I can't wait. This would be my crowning moment. <laughs> I cannot believe So, Max, he does eventually get you home, but he just talks your ear off the entire time. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I assumed the drugs wear off before I let him know that I don't really like him. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, give me a spirit roll. God damn it. <laughs> I should, I should open my mouth. You are, you are fatigued, so you're minus two. Actually, you're exhausted, so you're minus two. You succeed. You keep your I mouth succeed. shut. I succeed. You keep yep. my mouth shut. <laughs> Best day ever. So who was it that uh, did you say brought uh, brought your ray of sunshine to see me? Well, <laughs> by chance, I have recently been appointed a authorized representative in Nerudi Enterprises. However, when a rift opened up to this location, many were too fearful to go through, being cut off from the main corporation and our supply range. But I, being a brave and intrepid soul, much like you, my new friend decided it was worth the adventure and the credits to set up new supply lines and new customer bases. And look at how well this decision has pulled out. In the past few days, I have already obtained a new home, new friends, and many eager clients. Oi, yes, this is And you were right. The city of Marl is magnificent. This ancient technology, while quaint, does serve as an adequate home and defense for your people. Oi, yes. You find things are quite different down here than they were in your galactic enterprise. Be careful, though. For all of its quaintness, this place is quite deadly. That is good to know. High rates of death and murder equal high sales. Hi. <laughs> and with the fact Oi. that you've offered to let me live with you rent-free, it'll be no time before I make many, many credits. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, friends should look out for each other. Absolutely. Uh, Which is why I'm glad that we are friends. Yep, we are definitely friends. And as a friend, I have to say that my bunk is inadequate. The level of cushioning is far too low. Oh, excellent, excellent. I have to tell you what, now, I will make it the rest of the way home. I understand you are recovering from surgery and illness with your disease and rotten organs. But once you have recovered, if you would please improve the quality of my bunk. That's a great, uh, that is a great idea. In fact, let me tell you where you can find a better quality bunk. You are welcome to move any sort of bunk into the headquarters you would like. And here is where you could acquire such things. I will make it the western way home. I would hate to, I would hate for you to have another night of un, of, uh, unrestful sleep. So uh, I can, I can, I can manage from here. You should go take care of that right away. But as my landlord and friend, I thought you would be eager to replace my bunk for me. Landlord? No, 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 definitely not. This friend. Friends, okay? Our landlord implies too much uh, responsibility Clark, between the two of us. Or Charlie, the landlord? Oh, no, or, no, Or is no, it the no. striking human female? You're just a guest, you see. Since you I... don't pay rent, I cannot possibly be your landlord. This is just part of the thing. But you, you said I could live with you. Yes. So as a how... guest. You did not say guest. I did not say as tenant. I'm saying I'm not charging you rent, so I'm not sure. Are you about. implying, Magnesium Flint, that you view me as family? <laughs> oh, happy day. It is yes. good being separated from my kind and my family to know that I now have a new one to start here. And you agree well, to take then. care of my bunk. You are truly a good brother, Magnesium Flint. <laughs> and he walks off before you can deny that he's not going to get a new bunk. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't tell if he's naive or fucking crafty. And he just smags and make his way back home. 
but he really wants to know who brought that fucking Naruni, that Uteni to his, <laughs> to his bedside. <laughs> All right, so fast forward to the next day. You're finally feeling better, at least from your surgery. And I believe you're going to spend the day trying to fix Charlie's armor, correct? Ah, uh, yeah. Or at least part of it. Yes. Uh, it's going to need a repair roll at minus four. Okay. If you get a raise, you'll actually finish in half the time. Well, uh, that is a ten on the wild die. Minus four would be a six. That is not enough to get a raise. Don't you have, like, a flat bonus to repair? It's built in there. It's a, yeah. I rolled a a five and got a ten. So minus four would be a six. So that's a success. It takes you the better part of the day unless you want to use a Benny, but... I know it's not me. I mean, 99% of his rig was shot. Like, you were able to keep the kind of custom frame the plates were built on. And, uh... Attaching the new plates, evening them out, and then finally fixing the environmental systems is the harder part. That was the tricky bit that took you most of the day. But you are done, and it should be serviceable. Your your plastic doggy boy armor is good to go. Alright. Alright, what is everyone else, anything that anybody wants to do in character or a scene they'd like to see before we fast forward to leaving for your mission? Negative. Well, I think I need to tell Flint about the ghost problem he might have. <laughs> um, By all means. But, so yeah, I think we see each other probably like the next day. And Charlie has like a very serious look on his face. Oi. Charlie, uh, good, good, here, I uh, just finished your armor, here you go. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I have some bad news. Um. What happened? I think that there might be some ghosts coming after you, like angry dead people. I was wondering if the reason why we, like, vaporized our friends is because that means they can't be ghosts. Charlie, no, that's, that's not what it is. Every man deals with his ghosts in uh, their own way. But let me be clear to you when I refer to this. When you've seen enough battle, you've seen enough friends and enemies die, you're haunted by the memory of what that was like. The reason Charlie... we send our, uh, our comrades off with the salute from the boom gun is because... Years ago, when demons and dragons were overrunning this place, the Glitter Boys stood at the front and protected this poor little blue marble from all that would destroy it. And to be shot by the boom gun is a high honor. We do it out of respect for them putting their lives on a line in the battlefield to protect us and the citizens of Marl and whatever fortunate townsfolk might be receiving our aid at a time. It is not out of fear of their ghosts. It is out of respect for their life. Magnesium, I'm beginning to realize that everyone has conflicting worldviews and I need to take everything that everyone says to me with a grain of salt. Aye, Charlie. You shall put some thought into it. Worry less about what others say and more about how you feel 
then you'll understand why we do the things we do. Okay. Thank you for the armor. I yeah, appreciate you. it. Justin, go and give yourself a penny. Okay. I need to be inaccurate today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I just I, I like your speech. Ah, thanks. Well, I'm gonna go donate uh, eleven thousand nine hundred and twenty-five credits Ooh. to uh, some causes. Oh, thank God! Are, are you away telling that to him? That. <laughs> yes, I am telling him that. Telling that to him. All right, Mac, oh. you. Charlie, Charlie. What would you do? Should do... you think? Well, you just told me to do what I feel. That'll lead me in the right path. That that's what you took from that. I. Uh, <laughs> Max just like at a loss like yes I love you thank you for the armor I lick your hand and I leave <laughs> <laughs> Max just frozen it doesn't go out real quick guess... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play Clark for a second as he comes walking by where did he get 11,000 from oops <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get it, but I mean... Damn, man. <laughs> he kind of just walks <laughs> off shaking his head. Uh, what? Things you what? Said. If it makes you feel any better, it was really 12,000. <laughs> That's just what he has left. <laughs> it was actually much more than that if you come to the last mission, but anyway. Well, game card. Motherfucker, get out the truck once, and then yeah, we'll talk about increasing your pay. You just it's... told me to stay in the truck more. Make up your damn mind. Oh, I didn't know you were still here, Clark. Go away. <laughs> the walls are thin. And then you hear from like muffled from there. Yes, man, these flint. These walls are flimsy and cheaply made. I oh, you son of damn bitches! I'm going to show, throw rocks in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a burst of laughter as Masiki just walks by headed towards the bay. Mag just frustratedly stomps off into the distance. <laughs> and then I guess at that point we're ready to fast forward. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so you contact Rogar at some point when you when you guys are getting near to be ready. So he says, alright, give me 24 hours. I'll have everything loaded. I'll have the truck meet you at your uh, your compound. And then bright and early the next morning, you hear the loud sound of a very large hover vehicle, which is essentially the Rift's equivalent of a hover Mack truck, complete with two trailers, so it's pretty decent. It's a big Bertha. Yep, it's a big Bertha. Nice. Stops kind of front of your place four humans get out um, two guys pop out of the cab and from the back of the rearmost uh, trailer two other people with laser rifles slung over their shoulder three guys and a girl the two pilots or drivers are a guy in his like mid-20s named gavin and a, a guy a little bit older maybe like early to mid-30s named carl the two youngsters were in the back of the car with the guns. It was a fresh-faced teenager-looking guy. Like looks like he should still be in high school. Uh, named Barry, and then a rather serious-looking young woman named Janessa. Gavin yeah, just kind of walks up. Oh, so you're gonna be our escort, huh? 
Aye. You the driver? One of them, yeah. Uh, we're all trained, though, so we'll be rotating out as necessary. Okay. Sounds she's been good. overhauled, so she's in good working order. Shouldn't have any issues there. We're not nuclear, though, but we got a good charge, so we should be good for at least a week of driving. Right. Hopefully, though, we won't take that long. Now, none of us have ever been on this trip. So I mean, we're going by the same map as you are, so... We're looking on you guys to be our eyes and ears. We've been told to follow your orders and your lead to keep us alive. Aye. Masuki there will take one flank, and uh, we'll take the other flank in the Mountaineer. You just keep yourself between us. We shouldn't have any problems. Now, ma'am, if we did clear room in the back trailer there, if you did want to stow your your power armor there. That won't not, be necessary. Guy looks kind of impressed. Okay. Uh, is there any of your gear you want us to load in the trailer? Uh, will no. my new fridge fit with me and Mac? Mag, or... Yes. Oh, yeah, it'll... Yeah, because you're down several people that could be fitting in your ATV. Right. Okay. Well, not to mention that, but I've still got uh, effectively three, four, no, uh, five cargo space worth of storage. Yeah. Okay. And the ATV is looking new. For those that haven't popped in to see it, you got a pretty good cow killer on the thing. What's it look like, Justin? All right, so you see that the Mountaineer now has a uh, kind of like the bulldozer um, plow on the front except for there are spines uh, every so every few feet so it did not really good for s- scooping but there are vertical spines there so it's kind of like uh, if you took a bunch of blades and lined them up side by side and then put them with a solid steel backing in front of it yeah it's looking pretty gnarly there mm-hmm So, last minute to grab your gear. You see Barad Ivan kind of walking out curiously. Ah, you are going on an excursion. Leaving this place in my care. I will keep it well defended. Uh, Hello. Yes. Similar looking humans. And he waves to the uh, the four people here. Okay, Barad. We'll, uh, we'll be back soon. Don't, don't burn the place down. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> the Rooney plasma weapons are completely safe. No fires that you do not wish to cause shall happen. However, on your desk, am I uh-huh. to inherit the property? I, uh, no, Masuki this... makes the big eyes. <laughs> that, 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 that won't be necessary, don't worry. <laughs> well, I, I do not wish for your death, but I would be ashamed to turn a good storage space that could be used as a storefront if you're okay. passing. Well, no, it I is not a on a common I'll make sure to note. Path. So I'll make sure to note the chain of custody should in the event of my death in my will. Okay. Excellent. It is your punctuality and attention to detail that I admire most, Magnesium Flint. I will take well, good care of our home. Well, Barati, I can't tell you how comforted I am by the fact that you'll be watching over this place while we're away. It warms my three <laughs> hearts that a beautiful and kind warrior goddess like yourself thinks so highly of me, Masuki Human Woman. I know that while Flint may die, you will return safely, and you will always have a place here in our home. Oh my god. Thank you so much. And <laughs> <laughs> she goes to get her power armor. <laughs> uh... Charlie, before you go, 
Yes, Blue Man? I was told that this was an appropriate parting gift for one of your kind. I hand you a little tiny milk bone. I suppose I will accept it. I will sniff it first. I don't trust like a him. Fairly, fair, not stale, but definitely not fresh milk bone. This is not a fresh milk bone, and I am insulted. And then I go and get on the... It saddens me, friend Charlie, but I will look for a further supplier with high-quality ingredients for your treats. Thank you. Magnesium Flint, one final word, please. Oh, yes, Marathi, what is it? With his limited facial features, it's hard to kind of make out, like, concern, but that's what you're guessing is the expression on his face. <laughs> he puts his non-damaged arm, hand on your shoulder. Please. I need you. And he reaches into his pocket to pass out these business cards to anything <laughs> that looks like they would be a good customer and has ample lines of credit. Ah, uh, yes, of course, I'll do that. Now, make sure, should any customers come by seeking our services, that you take detailed notes as to who they are and what the job is. Uh, feel free to prioritize them based on uh, the lucrativity of the job, boy. Excellent. This is a service I am well-equipped to provide. Now we're talking the same language, Baratia. I knew I loved you so much. I mean, sorry. Uh, I gotta go now. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, friend roommates. It just kind of wrinkled that. my nose at him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the third episode of The Big Guns. Uh, we use the Savage World system by Pinnacle Entertainment Group and uh, the Rift setting by Kevin Simietta. Our next episode will be out uh, November 2nd. Till then, keep dreaming.